Out last night. A kidnapping victim from D.C. is found. Her boyfriend still on the loose. I'm John Doman. A man serving life in prison now. He wants to plead guilty to another Fairfax County murder. I'm Neil Augenstein. Gains on Wall Street after the Fed hiked those interest rates again. Good morning. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Senate Democrats appear to have secured the vote of moderate Democrat Joe Manchin on a wide-ranging financial bill. Political analyst Larry Sabato. It's the last opportunity for Democrats to use their tiny majorities in the House and Senate to get a broader reconciliation package and to get more of President Biden's agenda adopted. The Federal Reserve continues to try to slay the inflation monster, but CBS's Chris Van Cleve has been speaking with small business owners in Rockville, uh, Rockford, Illinois, who say the monster is at their door. Stephanie is trying anything to cut costs. I mean, otherwise I would just be sitting at my home office trying to figure out how to make a profit in a world where I can't. Trying to figure out how to make a profit in a world where you can't. Yep, it's pretty depressing. But you keep trying. Can we take a break for a minute? Sure. It's depressing when you say it out loud. Later this morning, <laughs> the federal government will release the gross domestic product for the second quarter. Analysts say it will show whether the U.S. is approaching a recession. Ford made a $3.7 billion pre-tax profit in the second quarter, but job cuts may still be on the way. Ford CEO Jim Farley admits they're in the midst of what he calls sweeping and strategic changes. We're modernizing to take out unnecessary costs redesigning work. Ford says job cuts are definitely possible, but specifics will be announced on their own schedule. WJJ reporter uh, Jeff Gilbert in Detroit. A first for the owner of Facebook and Instagram. Meta has posted its first revenue decline in history, dragging it down a drop-off in ad revenue and competition from rival TikTok. Meta earned profits of $6.6 billion in the April through June period. That's down 36% from the more than $10 billion in the same period a year ago. CBS's Jennifer Kuiper. New aerial surveys show massive amounts of methane are venting into the atmosphere from hundreds of oil and gas operations across the Permian Basin in southwestern Texas. Methane's earth-warming uh, power is 83 times stronger than the carbon dioxide that comes from car tailpipes and power plant smokestacks. Thursday will be the day humanity has consumed all that the Earth can sustainably produce for the year. For the next five months or so, we're all living on credit, they argue. Earth Overshoot Day, as it's known, has come earlier than ever. Environmentalists say at present we're using the resources of one and three-quarter planets each year. The BBC's Chris Barrow. The stock market reacted positively to Wednesday's Fed rate hike to Dow up almost one and a half percent. This is CBS News. Parents make a lot of promises to their kids. We promise to be there every step of the way, especially on those wobbly first steps. We promise to always keep them safe. I mean... Nothing's more important to us than that. And now, all kids six months and older can get a COVID vaccine. So we've got another way to keep that promise. We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. WTOP News Time 403. Thursday morning, July 28th. Welcome in. It'll be partly sunny today. Might see some spotty showers on and off throughout the day. Otherwise, hot and humid. High of 90. It'll feel like 100. We're at 76 right now. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we do head into this Thursday together. 
Breaking news on WTOP. Breaking this overnight, early morning, in fact. One person is dead, two others reported injured after a triple shooting late last night in southeast D.C. All happening on 4th Street near G Street around 10.30 last night, Wednesday night, we're told. Less than three miles, actually, from where a pregnant woman was caught in a crossfire situation on Wednesday afternoon. This morning, Commander John Branch of D.C. Police says they're not ruling out a connection here. That is a possibility we're looking into. Um, we don't have any information at this point that will lead us to that. But, of course, we are keeping all of our um, options open. That's something that we're definitely trying to piece together. The detectives are currently looking into that particular scenario. But we don't have anything definitive at this point. An adult male was pronounced dead on the scene last night. Two others were taken to a hospital. Their conditions unknown. Police are this morning searching for a black car. Meantime, caught in the crossfire, as we said, D.C. police say a pregnant woman was hit by gunfire on Wednesday afternoon. And what police believe in this incident may have been a shootout by gunmen in separate cars. 7th District Police Commander John Branch says the woman found with multiple gunshots in the 2600 block of Bernie Place Southeast was a property manager in the neighborhood who may have been in the wrong place at the wrong time. I mean, it's just tragic. It's a tragic situation. Um, it's an unfortunate situation that we're seeing time and time again of this indiscriminate shooting that's going on. Commander Branch says the woman is in stable condition. About 90 shell casings have been recovered from the scene. Police are seeking the public's help in identifying the shooters. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Also in D.C., a harrowing crime had police urgently searching around the city on Wednesday morning this week. But a woman taken at gunpoint from her apartment in Van Ness has been found. D.C. police say the abduction was streamed on Instagram Live and hours after it happened, D.C. police commander John Haynes said based on what he saw, it was clear that did, did her, she is in danger. But 30-year-old Salita Lee has been located and is considered safe. She was taken at gunpoint from her apartment just before 4 a.m. with a witness telling police they saw her boyfriend, 44-year-old Marquez Parker, forcing Miss Lee into a vehicle against her will. He initially did try to put her in the trunk of the vehicle and then eventually put her in the back seat. The vehicle was later found empty in northeast D.C. Police still haven't found Parker. John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP at 4.06. A Virginia man serving life right now for killing his ex-girlfriend 20 years ago says now he wants to plead guilty apparently to a different murder. It happened in Herndon 35 years ago, and it's a story you're hearing first. Here in Fairfax County Circuit Court, Charles Hellam told the judge he wants to plead guilty but has been frustrated by his attorney. In Hellam's words, I was trying to get this resolved 90 days ago. The judge agreed to appoint a new lawyer. Hellam says he wants to wrap things up so he can be moved to Maryland for the trial of Jennifer Landry. Hellam says he wants to get out of the maximum security Red Onion prison in Virginia and agreed to cooperate. Prosecutors say they're aware of what he wants but there's no quid pro quo. In Fairfax, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Up in the morning and out to school. The district is doubling down on its demand that kids get shots required for them to go to school. As a result, 20 school days after classes start next month, students not in compliance will not be allowed to attend. Speaking at the no shots, no school announcement. For our family, it is really non-negotiable with vaccines. Saray Salmaran says her three children are up to date on vaccinations and ready for school. I have previously worked here at Mary Center. A community health center. And have seen at firsthand how unvaccinated